Welcome to the Fitness and Lifestyle Podcast with me, your host, Danny Kennedy, and you're listening to episode number 12. On today's episode, we're joined by one of Melbourne's top entrepreneurs, Jeremy Rich. So, Jase, can you tell us a bit about yourself, um, what you've done as an entrepreneur so far, and also what you've done in the business world? Yeah, thanks, Danny. So, I started after finishing University of Melbourne, working in corporate finance for the National Australia Bank for approximately four years um, before founding a company by the name of Energy Matters in 2005. We were a solar power system provider very early on in the evolution of solar power uh, technology and solar power uh, solutions for the Australian marketplace. So we were one of the pioneers and very lucky to have entered the market when we did. The government came in uh, and supported solar panels with a lot of um, rebates and subsidies and kick-started the industry with a big catalyst and we rode that uh, roller coaster and that wave for 10 years Um, and then in 2014 we were approached by the largest renewable energy company in the world at that time a company by the name of Sun Edison was listed on the New York Stock Exchange under the ticker SUNE and after a lot of due diligence and a lot of negotiations and a very um, challenging time, we were able to successfully close and sell the business to Sun Edison at the end of 2015. I then stayed on uh, as Managing Director for Sun Edison Australia for 12 months and have now just recently started a new business called Lightning Broadband, which is a high-speed internet provider um, to the Australian marketplace. Cool and and um, so for those of you that don't know, Jez is one of my one of my clients and uh, one of my good mates. So for those listening at home, what is the what is the speed of Lightning Broadband equivalent to in in regards to other servers out there at the moment? Yeah, so Lightning Broadband provides an enterprise commercial grade solution to residential and businesses. So a solution that was really only available for the very, very top end of town, the big, big corporates would install direct fiber connections. We make that solution and those speeds available to average residential homes, to all Australians. Um, that's, That's our value proposition. So the speeds are very, very fast and can be up to 10 times what the MBN is currently providing. That's amazing. And you can you can actually go on the site and test your internet speed compared to Lightning Broadband, can't you? Correct, yes. Yeah. So you can go on there and do a speed test and you, you'll see um, you know how much you need Lightning Broadband in your life. Awesome. So we might, we might touch on Lightning Broadband again a little bit later on, but for now, um, for those listening at home that don't know what a startup, uh, startup business is, do you want to tell us quickly about basically what a startup is yeah startup business is exactly as it's as it states you know it's a startup there's there's not there's basically nothing there there's hardly any people in the team there'll be very little processes and systems in place there'll be um typically you know a poor customer experience at that point in time 
um, and financially speaking, um, they're not, you know, they're generally sucking uh, a lot of cash and not generating profits. So, you know, it's a huge effort to, to get a startup to the next stage, to, to put in the right team, the right people, to recruit people into a startup can be very challenging because they don't have the security of a big corporate. So to find uh, high quality people is definitely challenging and also to be able to afford to remunerate them at the levels that are required is challenging. Then you need to be working on systems and processes and then that will deliver uh, a good customer experience and, and in, in time, good cash flow and profits. Yep, and something I've kind of noticed over the past 12 months is um, is a lot of people are unaware of what... So, so for example, your startup, you need to get someone to invest in the business. But I feel as though what a lot of people don't understand is getting someone to invest is basically handing over a percentage of your business. Yeah, no. cor- yeah, yeah, correct. It's very hard to raise um, typical bank debt for a startup because you don't have the track record that banks require. They usually like to see a few years of trading. They also like to see profitable trading, uh, and they also like to see you know a strong balance sheet or other forms of um, backup security. All of which typically startups do not possess. And as such, you need to usually give up equity in the business early on. And a lot of startups um, have to give up a lot of equity uh, early on to be able to succeed and survive. Yep, yep. And you've obviously mentioned the specifics of what businesses and companies you've started so far. Um, but they've both, you know, the, the one now it looks like it's going to be very successful and the other one clearly was. What do you think are the most important aspects of starting a successful business or some of the, the ground rules, I guess, that really set it up for success later on? Yeah, definitely people is is key. So if you have good quality people that have the right environment to work in, that are heavily motivated and incentivized to perform, that is definitely the key because those good people will put in the required systems, the required processes, and they'll have an eye on the customer at all times and ensuring every customer receives a good customer experience. So definitely people is, 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 is critical and the most important thing. But at the same time, if you don't have the required cash flow, then obviously um, you won't survive. So managing cash flow and raising cash flow is, is also critical in a startup. So I would say people and and cash are the two most important things in yeah. a startup. Yeah, and that obviously applies to not only the businesses that you started, but any business, yeah? Any business, you know, a, a good entrepreneur is always watching the bank account, the cash in and the cash out, not necessarily reports and so forth. They're important and they may, they may be telling the same story, but, you know, you really need to be watching the hard, the hard cash coming in and out that's what's going to you know make or break a, a business and then you know hiring always hire people that are better than you that are smarter than you you know be, be don't be afraid to pay them a higher salary than you um, to do the job if it's required um, that's the key yep and do you find especially someone that's come up with the idea themselves do you, do you find that a lot of people find it hard to then hand over responsibilities to other people 
Um, do you find that uh, people that are starting up a startup and it's their own their own idea? Do you find they struggle with um, kind of letting other people take care of stuff that they feel as though they should be doing themselves? Yeah, I, th- I think that restricts a lot of growth of a lot of startups because they hold things very close and they don't empower others. Um, if you want to grow quickly, you, you need to uh, empower others. And as I said, um, everyone has their strengths and weaknesses, and so you need to you need to um, employ, recruit people that are better than you at different parts. Put in a you know high performing team like any sports team. You need to have a mix of skills in the team. You can't just have all full forwards and and so forth. So you, you, it is definitely about a team effort and the people at the coalface speaking to customers, to, to top management, to financial controllers and so forth. Everyone has different skills. So you need to bring a team together and you need to empower them um, to do their roles, you know, hold them accountable, um, measure them measure them with KPIs, but, you know, try to un- unleash their potential as much as possible. Yep, yep. And in your journey so far, what do you, what are some of the mistakes, or I guess bigger mistakes that you've learned from um, as an entrepreneur and uh, and as a, as a startup business that you could kind of help others with um, and help them not make the same mistakes as what, what you have in the past? Yeah, I think the biggest mistakes, again, um, come back to people and, and recruitment and if you're not sure, um, unfortunately, you need to, to move on from those, those people. Um, so, you know, during the recruitment process, have a very rigorous recruitment process, take recruitment very seriously because obviously the the cost to, to have to remove people, um, the cost to have to rehire, the cost to train is massive. So the key is to be very rigorous on the interview process, um, really put people through their paces. But then, you know, it's still very difficult to to determine if they're going to be suitable for the role. Interviews are, are difficult to be able to, you know, challenging to be able to determine if somebody is 100% obviously going to be successful in that role. So the only other way after that is to really watch them closely, give them a lot of effort, invest in them heavily, train them heavily. But after three months, if you're not sure, then you extend their probation for three months. And the end of six months, if they're still if you're not sure at the end of six months then unfortunately you need to move on and start again yeah okay okay and the next thing i wanted to talk about is um so so someone like gary vaynerchuk classes an entrepreneur as someone that physically cannot work for someone else what do you what do you class who do you class as an entrepreneur and what do you think what are some of the sacrifices and i guess kind of the rules that you you think it takes to be a successful entrepreneur yeah i think uh, a successful entrepreneur would be someone that is extremely persistent um very driven uh and typically won't take no for an answer an entrepreneur can work inside a corporate environment if given a lot of freedom um which is typically challenging so is not commonplace, um, but if they're really given a lot of freedom, given their own profit and loss to run um, and really unleash, then it can be successful. But typically, um, big corporations have to acquire, um, you know, startups that are built by entrepreneurs because they can't really incubate them within their own environments and their own cultures. So typically, entrepreneurs do need to work 
for themselves and they're just very very driven people you know, tend to be borderline workaholics you, you could say yep yep and do you do you think that's one of the sacrifices that most entrepreneurs make is the fact that they are so driven and kind of focused on the one thing that they do start to I guess suffer in other areas of their life in regards to sacrificing you know time with family friends um, other social social type of things that you know, people that, that aren't entrepreneurs that are just working inside a system may be able to keep a better balance with? Yeah, definitely. I think that's always a challenge for everyone in, in life, no matter if you're an entrepreneur or if you're just working um, for a big corporation in a senior management job or any role in any in any business, really, is always to find the balance between personal, family and business, and it's always a daily challenge for everyone. Uh, I know less for entrepreneurs, but I do think, you know, a lot of entrepreneurs do travel a lot um, and they do work very hard, but not to say that other, as I said, senior corporate executives aren't doing exactly the same thing, etc. So, you know, it's always a challenge to find the balance and, and you have to really get your values right and work out in life, you know, what's going to be rewarding for you and what's going to make you happy um, and work out, you know, how much is really enough and um and then and then go from there and but you know obviously taking care of yourself physically um nothing can buy that um a happy family uh money can't you know necessarily buy that either so you know you've really got to find the balance in in life between business personal and and family yeah and that was one of my questions towards the end but we'll go over it now is um so you train with me kind of five days a week um you're still very active over the weekends uh you clearly have a lot on your plate with lightning broadband in early stages at the moment and you have family uh, a wife and kids how do you find the balance or how, what do you find helps keep that balance between um work life um health fitness and family yeah it's all right it's a challenge but you just have to make the time and um prioritize what what, what you want to do but definitely staying um healthy does um, enable you to to work more productively um, you start earlier you've done you know a good a good workout you're functioning and um, you're off firing and I think you can be more efficient um, during the day accomplish more and therefore get home earlier to have time with your family you know in the late afternoon evening and then do it all again the next day so you know it's possible to do it all I think you need to have a good team around you of people obviously you need to have a very supportive family as well you need to have a very good trainer obviously too critical um, which you've obviously got exactly so um, <laughs> I'm one up there so all those all those things in life are very important and um, you know you really need to create your own opportunities and and make things happen for yourself because other people are obviously going to drag your drag your ass out of bed in the morning and, and take you to the gym. So you need to have that motivation. And once you get in a, a routine, it's it's very easy. It's a lot easier, isn't it? Yeah. So a couple more questions before we go, mate. Um, is there anybody in particular, or any books, or audio books, or something in the past, or even even now that you that you've kind of listened to, or people that you've looked up to and taken bits and pieces from? Um, that you've kind of used for your own journey or your own mindset or, or anything towards business and starting starting a company? 
Yes, I was very fortunate um, when we had Energy Matters, which later sold to Sun Edison, to have a very good chairman by the name of George Pappas. He was managing partner for the Boston Consulting Group for many years and a very, very wise mentor to myself. Um, and he actually got me to read two books, which were, which were fantastic um, and highly recommended. One's called Good to Great by Jim Collins. And the other one is called Any Given Team by Ray McLean. Both very, very good books. A lot of the things will be quite logical and make sense, but you know, very, very key management books. And basically, you know, it's about working as a team. Um, it's you know, there's no eyes in teams. Everyone needs to support each other in a team. And it's it's also about you know leading from above and and being, you know, the fishbowl effect of. You know, people will look up to you and see what you're doing, and if and if you're not putting in the effort, other people won't in the team. So, so as a leader in the organisation, you have to be very conscious of your actions, and and the effects that they have on the rest of the team, and and how you you know your work ethic and and so forth. So, um, yeah, they're they're some two good books I'd recommend. Awesome. And for those that are listening, and do follow me on social media and stuff like that, you would have heard. Or seen me um, kind of mentioned before one of the one of the best books that I've I've read. Um, I've also listened to the audio book is is called Te- the 10x Rule by Grant Cardone. Um, so the the books that Jez just mentioned and um, and the 10x Rule, I definitely recommend you check them out if you know your mindset is of someone someone of a, like someone a business person or or you're just looking to grow. Um, personally or or whether it's to do with work or even just um or just your own personal growth they're definitely worth worth a look and uh we just want i just want to finish off mate do you have any advice for someone that has an idea um but is i guess afraid to take the first steps to really really stepping into the entrepreneur world and taking that risk because it is a massive risk especially financially and as we've talked about um just taking the risk of um, sacrificing time and social life and, and obviously time away from family and whatnot. Yeah, I, th- I think you really want to workshop it um, with some, you know, call them um, black hats, people that are really going to critique it and really give you honest feedback that are very experienced in, in business, have, you know, potentially done startups before, understand the risks, can help you to, to work on a, you know, a business plan to determine, you know, what the financial results will be, you know, how long it's going to take to, to make profits, what kind of cash flows required, you know, and those and those kind of aspects so that you, you, you go into it, um, you know, with full information and aware of, of what you're getting yourself, yourself into and how many years of, of work it's going to be before you actually see any financial returns because typically with the startup it does take time before you can actually get financial rewards and t- start to take money out personally uh, and you're putting in a huge amount of hours so you know you know there's make no mistake that you know it's very hard to get over that you know call it valley of, of death and so you want to be taking it very very seriously um, you don't want to, you know, get paralysis by analysis either. So it's always a fine line, but you definitely want to go in there knowing exactly what you're getting yourself into. Spot on. Well, thanks for joining me today, mate. And um, 
for anyone in Australia or um, particularly Victoria at the moment, be sure to check out Lightning Broadband. Um, what was what's the int- what's the uh, well, lightningbroadband.com.au? But if you're just going to Google, um, type Lightning Broadband, you'll see us there. Fantastic, mate. All right, thanks for joining us today, guys. Thanks for joining us, Jez, and I'll talk to you all in the next episode.